traders, Akil Stokes here, and welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. First time joiners, I am your host, Akil Stokes. I'm a former struggling Forex trader turned consistently profitable trader, money manager, and Forex trading coach. I'm also one of the co-founders of Tier1Trading.com, which is the premier educational platform for aspiring traders and even traders that have already been successful and for looking for that sense of community to take their success to the next level, not just in trading, but in other life and business ventures. If you've been a follower of the podcast for some time now, you know that I talk a lot uh, a lot about organization, not just when it comes to the trading, but when it comes to business, when it comes to life. And as someone whose life has changed drastically since I've become a trader, going from trader to money manager, from money manager to coach to trading coach to having children, I'm always looking for more ways and, and more efficient ways to become more organized and really manage my time, right? Time is by far the most important thing for me in life. Um, I am very urgent about time because I understand that once it's gone, we never get it back. So I don't really like wasting time, but I'm also kind of stuck in that middle ground between being a workaholic where I'm always on. I don't like wasting time, but understanding that time has to be used for other reasons aside from work as well. So um, pleasure for family, for, you know, even stuff to to keep you, um, I guess, efficient at work so you don't burn out. And this is the time of the year where I typically burn out, right? This is by far the busiest time of my year. I typically say that I'm pretty busy just from August to mid-May, right? But, but aside from August to mid-May, things are laid back. But just to give you some type of uh, idea of, of what the last, I guess, few weeks have been like for me, right? Not only have we hosted a live event, the Ascension four-day free trading workshop, which was amazing, by the way. We got a fantastic rating. Um, so many traders told me it was the best workshop they've ever been to, not just because of what we talked about with trading, but with mindset, with, with uh, success, with business. Um, and those type of events take a lot out of you. Um, you know, we're not like maybe some other companies out there where it's a pre-recorded webinar and you just click a button and you're, you're, you're taken in there or where we're repeating the same kind of lessons uh, each and every day or something like that. Yes, the same concepts stand true, but each and every time we do these events, we're, we're creating new content, new presentations, and we're really giving our all, not just in providing the information to you, but interacting with you as well and, and really just hoping that you leave the event uh, finding value and with more knowledge than when you came in. And the result of that, right, is a great event, but it's also a massive burnout. I remember talking to my business partners after the event and, and, and Darren's like, I'm going to go upstairs and, and just sleep for like three days because he had a headache and was pounding Red Bulls and ran out and started doing other stuff. Who knows? <laughs> Jason Greystone um, was burnt out as two. We spoke on Monday and he was just like, man, I'm still feeling it, guys. Um, and same thing for Charles, same thing for myself. Unfortunately for me, with, with the timing of this event, right after the four-day workshop, um, I had to hit the road. And I've essentially been on the road for eight, uh, traveling back and forth, eight out of the last 17 days. And I'm really starting to feel that burnout. So understanding myself, understanding I have to kind of muscle it out for uh, a few more weeks. I even had to cancel um, 
uh, supposed to do an interview up in New York with the guys from Real Vision. I had to cancel that just because I knew I just I just wasn't up to it. Um, and trying to get back on track for the next few weeks, um, I started thinking about how can I get everything I need to get done completed um, in the most efficient way possible? Because obviously doing a workshop puts the day-to-day stuff behind. Traveling so much puts the day-to-day stuff behind. So I'm really working from behind. And I went back to thinking about the different techniques I've used to be organized. And one that I came across that I used back in my college days was called the the Pomodoro technique. And I was asking a question because I was considering going back to this technique. And I asked a question on Twitter. And the Twitter audience, 76% of them at least, said they never even heard of it. So thought it'd be a great idea for a podcast. Um, But the Pomodoro Pomodoro technique uh, was created, I believe, by... Francesco Crillo or Crillo, I kind of remember or kind of forget the name. I remember it was Francesco though. Um, and it was essentially a technique to manage your time to be organized and, and, and have kind of fun do it. And um, basically what he did was he took a kitchen timer, right? One of the old school kitchen timers that you twist and it, it counts down. And he would organize his work and relaxation schedule based off of that kitchen timer. And it was a really kind of a, an, an easy kind of six step task that he that he or six step technique whatever you call it that he wrote out and and one was choose a task that you want to get done um second one was set your timer uh for 25 minutes right i think 25 minutes is that attention span time where we we stop being sharp after 25 minutes i know once you get to kind of i think 35 40 50 your brain just starts going cloudy so i think 25 minutes is that ideal time for being focused um Three is is you work on that task and, until your timer goes off. Um, and then four, um, once your timer goes off and, and uh, you put a check mark on a paper and kind of track how many tasks you got done or how much of that task um, you completed. Five after that, you set your timer again, this time to a, a shorter period of time, say like a, a five minute or a 10 minute, and that's gonna be your break time, time to get away from work. And then every four Pomodoros, so every four breaks or every four um, bigger 25 minute sessions that you take, you take a bigger break. So let's say you're taking a five minute break on the first session. Um, You take maybe a a 10 or a 20 minute break after you get a massive amount of work done. And what that does is just keep you organized. And I work with a lot of college students and, you know, we have a lot of students that I work with who are, I don't want to say struggling academically, but they, they find it hard to adjust to college. And a lot of it is the, the study habits, right? When you're in high school, which is the level before college here in the U.S., um, it's pretty simple. You're basically in school from 8 o'clock in the morning till 3 o'clock at night. And, well, when you go home, you only have, if you play a sport, you're doing sports after that. But when you go home, you only have a set amount of time to do your homework because it's due the next morning. College is a little bit different because there's a lot more free time in college, right? You may have a class at eight o'clock in the morning. You may not have another class until two o'clock in the evening. You may not have another class until six o'clock at night. So there's all this free time during the day. It's a lot less organized than um, the level before. And you would think, I guess on one hand, it opens up a lot of opportunities to get stuff done. On the other hand, it opens up a lot of opportunities to procrastinate. And when working with these college students on studying, Right. We go through the process. Of, well, how much are you studying? Got to study this many hours per this many credits. Are you doing that? And they're like, yeah, yeah, I'm studying. I'm studying. I, I go to the library or I go at home and I make sure I study for two hours. And then we always break it down. Well, out of those two hours, right, is either one or two possibilities. One, 
you're studying for two hours straight. And what did I just mention about the 25 minute attention span, right? What, what do you think happens at the 25 minutes? Do you start retaining more or less information when you're putting in those, those all nighter, those power hour sessions, right? You're retaining less. You're probably sharp for the first 25 minutes and then you're not, it's just going in one ear and out the other, right? It reminds me of reading books. Um, one of the reasons I like, uh, I like physical books versus audiobooks is because the, the, the physical nature of turning the page on a book kind of snaps me back into reality. I have to turn the page. Audiobooks, I, I can burn through a lot of books really, really quickly, but I find myself zoning out. I find myself listening to this monotonous voice uh, unless they have a really good person doing it. I love Gary V audiobooks because they have really engaging, he does it himself, so it's really engaging and he kind of goes off on these on these tangents. Um, but in most audiobooks, it's just, you know, this this audio guy saying, hello, and welcome to The Rich and Fabulous Lifestyle, chapter one, and it puts you to sleep. And I find myself listening to audiobooks, and then I'll be, I'll be listening for an hour, but I'll forget that I even, I'll forget everything I heard, because after the first 15 or 25 minutes, my brain starts racing somewhere else, and I just don't retain it. So that's the problem with doing kind of those power hours of studying. You can do the same thing for you guys that are trading, right? Well, if you're working on a concept, if you're blowing through so many of our training videos in this one bulk period, you're not really going to retain the information. And that's how we try to break it up. We try to keep the videos under 20, uh, under 30 minutes. And then after each video, I give you a task where it's like, hey, now that you've learned this, go onto the charts and find 10 of these or do this or do that. It just breaks it up a little bit. But the other issue that we see a lot of um, our, our athletes have is that they get distracted while studying. So yeah, they're studying two hours, but it's really only 10 minutes of studying and then they're on their phone for 10 minutes and then maybe 10 more minutes, but then it's like, oh, Facebook takes over and then it's this and then it's that. And there's no real dedication to one task. You're just multitasking, which we all know isn't a thing and it's just not good for you. So the cool thing about the, the Pomodoro technique is, is what it's supposed to do is it's supposed to keep you focused it's supposed to eliminate those distractions, right? So when you set this timer for 25 minutes, you're saying to yourself, I am 100% focused for the next 25 minutes until this thing dings, until I hear that, bing, right? That was kind of cool. Until I hear that, bing, I'm focused on this singular task. And for me personally, that urgency, and I'm, I'm typically motivated by urgency, right? You guys know my story about trading. Um, I quit three jobs and said, hey, you have to do it or fail. It was that urgency that, that brought me to success. I, I'm very motivated by urgency. That, that's the number one thing that motivates me. I guess you can say it's, it's pain, right? Avoiding pain is that urgency. Um, knowing that I only have these 25 minutes to get this task done makes me fully focused on getting that tax, task done, right? Think about it this way. I, I work on a daily basis with a checklist that is taller than your house. My to-do list is taller than your house. And every day is a race to try to get that to-do list done before I add a million more things to it. So when I'm focused, I'm really focused on not wasting time and getting stuff done. And it brings me back to when I worked uh, last year, right? Uh, I, I, I had an office in the city for about, uh, what, probably about six, nine months, right? I had an office in the city. We were having some internet problems at home. Uh, my kids were annoying me, so I escaped to the city. 
and I had a nice office and uh, I'm a city guy. Um, so it was, you know, I liked it. Um, and I told you guys, I did a podcast about the pros and cons of working from home. I told you guys, I was so much more productive when I worked in that city office because what I did was I eliminated most of the distractions, right? Uh, yeah, there was still the internet distraction, but there wasn't, oh, I should go outside and do some yard work. Oh, I should go clean the kitchen. Oh, I should go play with my kid real quick. Oh, I should do this. Oh, I should do that, right? There wasn't any of those distractions. It was simply like a job, right? I drive in, I go to my office, I get everything. I don't want to be in my office too long, right? So I get everything I need to done, I need to do, complete it in my office, and then I go home and get away from work for the, for the most part. Obviously, there's, you know, there's a trader work kind of in a sense 24-7, but you guys get the point. For the business side of things, I get everything I, everything I need to do done before I leave the office. I want to leave the office. I don't want to be there. So get it done. Get on with the rest of your day. And I was a lot more productive because it just there wasn't that distraction. There was that urgency. So what I've done recently, we're going to play around with it for a few weeks, is I've gone back to that Pomodoro technique where I've been putting myself on a timer. Right. I wake up, set my timer. My first 25 minutes is all social media and email. Right. So I respond to people on social media. Right. I'm that nice guy that responds to everyone except for the trolls. You get no love from me. Um, I respond to everyone on social media. I check my emails. I've got 25 minutes to do as much of that as I can. Bell rings. Boom. I take a break. We had a good talk about nutrition in the live room today. I try to get some water in me, maybe a little nibble of a granola bar. I don't want to do coffee yet. You don't want to do coffee within the first hour that you're awake. Um, but I take my five-minute break, and then boom, I set my timer for another, another 25 minutes. This is my trading analysis time, right? So not everything else is gone. Social medias are down. I do have the tier one chat up, but that's trading related, um, so that's a little bit different. But 25 minutes to get my top-down analysis done. Now, sometimes it takes longer, say like on a Monday, um, and depending on the market conditions, these conditions this year in 2019 have been a little bit slow, so I've been typically getting my analysis done in, in 10 to 15 minutes, but I have 25 minutes to get all of my trading-related pre-market stuff done. So that means analysis, that means, um, that means checking the news, that means setting up my day and finding things to talk about in the live room. Now, sometimes I can do that within 25 minutes. If not, I force myself to take, and this is the hard part because I'm a task completionist, right? I don't like taking breaks in the middle of an uncompleted task, but I force myself to take that break and then I'll come back for another 25 minute period if I need to do more and, and just do more quote unquote trading related stuff. Um, after that is when I take my big break, uh, eat breakfast, watch some ESPN. Um, and then we get on to the live room. Obviously, there's no timer in the live room. We have our own timer, but it's not kind of the, the Pomodoro timer. And then after that, right, after my live room's done, I go back to the timer. I go back to the timer. I put the timer on. Um, I have my list of things I need to get done. I need to upload the live room video. I need to do this for social media. I need to write this article for that. I need to do this. And I do a, a few more sessions, not all day because I, I do enjoy my free time, but I do a few more sessions of timed business-related work until about lunchtime, and then after that, I'm done. So it's been working pretty good for me because it, it, it simulates that sense of urgency. Ideally, what you're supposed to do with it, because I, I, the 25-minute thing is weird for someone in my industry, um, it's the trading, because I, I, I can't control how much time my analysis is gonna take. Um, but ideally, what you're supposed to do is, um, 
you're supposed to kind of keep track of how long it, it takes you to complete each task. So social media and emails may take um, one Pomodoro, right? So I can set one for that in my schedule. Let's say technical analysis, top-down analysis takes one and a half, right? So now I, I write down on average one and a half. Let's say XYZ at the end of the day, social media uploading and stuff like that takes two. And then I write down two. And then ideally you can set your schedule to fit and even maybe even change the timer to kind of fit how much time you need for each task. Again, in my specific situation, it's a little bit different because the markets are different each day. You never know when it's going to be a, a busy trading day or a light one. So um, it's that is going to be different every day. But the stuff like checking email, the stuff like social media, um, uh, content creation, the stuff like writing articles or doing interviews, stuff like that can be uh, really kept track of. And, and that can be pretty accurate as far as setting up your schedule. So it's something that works for me. And again, the, the main thing isn't the time base, whatever like that. It's one, it keeps me away from distractions. Right. I trick myself into being focused only on what I'm supposed to be doing and I don't venture off into social media land and get caught up in that jazz. There's a specific time when I'm supposed to do that. So I know that after I do this, my next segment is social media so it can wait. I don't have to do it right now. Um, and two, I think it just keeps me it, it keeps me. Well, I guess no, I guess I guess no, I guess just one. They're supposed to do the same thing. One was urgency. One was eliminate distractions. So I guess, yeah, just one. We'll go like that. But give it a try. I know many of you listening to this podcast are always after different ways of being organized, different ways of, of really being efficient during the day and working on time management. And this is just another way that worked for me. And again, doing the poll on Twitter, I thought it was a common thing, uh, the Pomodoro technique. But again, 70, 76% of the poll um, said they weren't aware of it. So, I mean, what better place to bring it to you than the Trading Coach Podcast? So I hope you guys enjoy, as always, if you are interested in joining us in the trading realm, right? Surrounding yourself with the best community of traders in the world. And what I like to think is a pretty decent group of coaches as well. Make sure you check out the 14-day risk-free trial membership on our website. That's www.tier1trading.com. I will put a link for that in the show notes below. Find out why Forbes called us one of the most innovative trading education platforms in the world. How's that for a plug? All right. Till next time, guys, plan your trade, trade your plan. As always, like, share, subscribe, and leave me a review if you haven't done so already.